All right, guys, welcome to uh, episode three of uh, Best Damn Podcast that is not a podcast yet. Um, this is Life Short, Live Free. We are uh, sponsored by Shyworks. They do holsters and, and wallets and Cerakote. Uh, if you like, uh, if you need a new wallet, go check them out. Slimline Wallet. They're pretty, pretty awesome. Everybody that has them loves them. Uh, my name is Sam. I'm the host here. I'm with uh, three Yahoos. We got Toad. He's a recovering gun addict. He's been to rehab twice. It didn't take. <laughs> also, my brother Box. He's uh he's in cahoots with me with the Shyworks deal. He does all our all our Kydex work, all the holsters and wallets. And then we got on the end down there, Manny Malfunction, Johnson. He does. Uh, he's kind of a gun addict as well. So we uh, kind of all go together, go together fairly decent. But uh, we just got out, uh, went out and shooting, uh, had our little competition. Um, and actually, I hate to say it, but Toad Toad came out victorious on this one. So after he, not winning a one single round stage so far, yeah. You I, won uh, I all just of like them. to say I, I won all of them. Yep, he did. Yeah. I will get. I will give it to him this this week. He uh, you needed it this week. He done spanked us. <clears throat> he definitely has definitely any, did, did Has anybody us. actually won all three of them yet? I don't think anybody. I has. won two of them, but not three of them. Yeah. Oh, and then I God. didn't even win the first <laughs> week. I think you. I think <laughs> you're the first one with a full clean sweep. Boy, Johnson, uh, why why is he calling you Manny Malfunction? No, remember we we agreed since it's a German gun, it's Ma- oh, it's Manfred malfunction. Manfred malfunction, malfunction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the Palmer eighty is still not fully functional. I had it; it ran great last week, and I got a new trigger bar for it, and so I put that new trigger bar in, and then switched out the trigger shoe because I had a red anodized trigger shoe and i thought it was awesome so i needed it and once i had the red trigger shoe i needed to keep the red trigger shoe but it just didn't work out for me so i switched it back to the factory glock shoe and even after changing it back all of a sudden it just was like no you put that stupid red shoe in me and now i'm not gonna work again so i but don't he, know he did figure out a nice solution so i did yeah i did find out a little bit of a <laughs> makeshift solution to get through the day so basically before it'll it'll run he's got to put at least two rounds through it and yeah then, if I, then it'll start yeah starting. if i load and it, stretch and it didn't matter if i had 22 rounds in the magazine or if i had six rounds in the magazine the first one or two would malfunction like every time so i just have to like oh you need 20 rounds for this stage we'll load it to 22 shoot the foos shirt shoot the first <laughs> i feel like sam right now shoot the first two set the gun down and then you're ready ready to start shooting your stage because if, if well, you wanted the first two to count it was it's a good thing you're not using you. that for self-defense and hold on just wait just yeah, wait, just wait. Gotta, hold on i gotta i gotta, I gotta, I gotta shoot two over here quick before i can shoot you <laughs> <laughs> but uh all in all it was a good day i mean it for some reason we can't catch a break on weather it's just crappy as hell um the last uh two shooting uh, days that we've done of course yesterday was absolutely beautiful 72 and sunny and amazing but Everybody had stuff going on, so we couldn't make that work. But it was fun today. We still rained a little bit on us, but we had a good time. Yeah, it was 46, windy, and misted rain on us about two-thirds of the time. Yes, absolutely lovely. Put a little tent up. It wasn't parked the truck next to us. It wasn't terrible with a little bit of a windbreak, but luckily it wasn't just pouring rain on us like... Yeah. Like the the first week. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think we're going to cover a little bit of, uh, how Shyworks came to be, um, the origin of that. Um, basically how that name, if you don't know me, my last name is Shire. Um, so I took, basically just took the first four letters and combined it with, uh, with work. No. So, but how that came to be is, uh, it's, and it's been probably four or five years ago now. I designed a, uh, multi-tool. Um, and it's not ever, I never actually finished it. It's still in the works. Actually, the other day I gave it to my CNC guy to, to do a little bit of work on. So that may come out years down the road from now. It's not a priority, obviously. Um, but I was designing that and I had a logo for it and everything. And, uh, I came up with a sweet name for it. I'm not going to tell you the name yet, but, um, and then I needed a company name 
and for some reason, um, me and dad were just kind of sitting around designing this thing and shy works just came in into my brain. And ever since then, that was kind of how, uh, how this, how that name came to be. But as far as, um, why'd you have to spell works wrong? So you spelled it wrong. <laughs> That's just the way people spell it. When you combine it with, uh, when you combine <laughs> it with others. Just a hard and fast that what they do. It was just to be cool. Like all the cool kids. So you want you you start a company you want people to think you're intelligent and all your business cards are spelled wrong. It's German. Back off. Sure. Shire is German, so I just figured, well, whatever, you know. You can't just make up new words for the German language. I suppose Sam. then it should have been Shiverks. 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 Um. So, anyways, um, how I got to be doing uh, Cerakote? That was uh, actually a story with Toad years ago. Uh, what was it? Probably 10 years ago, you sold me my first firearm. I did, yes. And, and up I, until that I, point... I would like to say I kind of created a monster when I did that. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But up until that point, it's not like I... I mean, I enjoyed guns and stuff, but I just never never owned one. Growing up, you know, we had BB guns and stuff, but we weren't allowed to have, like, 22s, you know. I, I guess... I don't know if, if we ever asked for one. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. So he gave me my first uh, my first gun, and it kind of went from there. And then I was building an 80% uh, lower for a, an AR, and I needed a way to, to finish it after it was done, which, by the way, it's still half done, like, years, okay. years. It's sitting out on my table right here. It's still, I've never finished it. But I, I needed a way to finish it in the case that I ever did finish it. Um, and so I got into Cerakote, and it was just kind of second nature for me because I was a, uh, for 13, 12, 13 years, I did out-of-body, uh, you know, painting. So, Cerakote's kind of the same deal. It just transitioned very well. So, the first gun that I ever Cerakoted, <laughs> it was me and Toad and another another one of our buddies, uh, Greg. And we got the wild hair to Cerakote this thing one night. And I had all the, the equipment set up in my dad's shop in Pearson, about eight miles from here. That's where it started, was in the basement. And... Uh, we're having a good time in the basement there, you know, prepping this gun out and getting it ready. And, and, uh, we ended up spraying at about midnight. I think I finally got, I finally got some Cerakote sprayed on it, but then after, it's got to uh, cook for two hours and you bake it in the oven for two hours and all that solvent comes out. And so it's like two in the morning and we were having a darn good time when me and Craig and Toad get together. We, we, we have a good time. But by, by the time two o'clock rolls around, we're eight miles from home and we're just, hammered drunk <laughs> so at two in the morning i ended up calling my dad i'm like uh you mind giving us a ride home i'm kind of a little bit way too schnocker to be driving so uh he gave us a ride and actually i think hunter greg's dog was with him so we all loaded up in the truck and he drops us off and um so yeah that was the uh the first gun that i ever it was, did it was, it was a, my gun it was a, i bought it the day before as a carry gun, it was a Taurus PT-111, and mm -hmm. we went out, and we literally shot two mags awesome. through it, 24 rounds. Even if that many, I don't And know. I was like, all right, Sam, let's go tear this thing apart and paint it. <laughs> and he's like, okay. So, yeah, we proceeded to go do that, and like you said, we got hammered. But then we uh, we went, we got it put back together and uh, took it out to, uh, to test fire it and shot about four rounds through it in the, uh, the extractor. Went <laughs> went flying because there's a there's a pin inside those and that clips into the extractor and it wasn't fully it just didn't seat all the way yeah. <laughs> so we're shooting along and spring goes flying out I'm like son of a bitch this is not a good start um so we uh but I just called Torres and they ended up selling us a new one, or giving me a new one I think for free even but hey what's going on over here fellas we having some technical difficulties. <laughs> Is it not recording? No, because I think the battery died. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. Well, uh, so yeah, apparently we're we're having some technical difficulties, but we're just we're just gonna keep on rolling right through it. Um, so yeah, and that's that's I guess that's the story of Shyworks and how a life short, live free came to be. Um, I really don't even remember how I came up with that phrase. To tell you the truth. I think I was just sitting around one day, and I was like, you know, I need some motto for, I'm good, I'll get this, i got to finish yet. Sam, what happened to your coffee? I can smell it from here. 
Well, uh, it's a little bit chilly out there, so uh, I decided I was going to drink a uh, coffee and uh, with a splash of whiskey, and at uh, the whiskey of the week, which we're going to talk about here in a second. Um, so I went and made some coffee and set it down out here, and I told Toad or Johnson to open that bottle and give it to me, and unbeknownst to me, Toad already poured some in there. By some, he means a lot. <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, and then you poured some in there, yourself. and then I poured some in there after that. So it was it was primed up pretty good, but so then we had to split it into two cups, and it's actually right now it's just about right, yeah, it's about right where yeah. you should be. So kind of warming us up a little bit, um, but uh, we might as well talk about the whiskey of the week. What do we got this week, Johnson? Uh, Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey. It's just Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. Where'd you get it? I bought it at Fairway. <laughs> the grocery store, you know, the finest of whiskey. Doesn't stores. have yeah. near, doesn't have a near as good a story as Toad's last week. I know, week. I know. His involved, he was all the way over in Ireland, and you just go to Fairway. It was, well, it he, was Scotland, buddy. <laughs> Sorry, whatever. <laughs> Not true. He didn't buy that in Scotland. First time he, I did. the first time he had it was there. I had to order it. From no, there. honestly, I I bought this. Um, I want to say it was the Expendables, and Sylvester Stallone was drinking it at a bar in the first Expendables movie. Oh. And I was like, that looks like a badass old school bottle of whiskey. So I saw it on the shelf the other day, and I was like, that would be a good whiskey of the week because I've I've never had it. I've seen it before, right. and I was like, that's cool, you know, old school raised glass bottle. It's cool, but I never had it before, so I figured I'd grab a bottle and we could give it a shot. Well, we might as well. I mean, I can taste it in here, but it's not the same as with right. coffee. So. Why don't, why don't somebody? <laughs> maybe somebody Nobody's else. Gonna understand maybe that, somebody yeah. else should pour it for me because last week I clearly, you know, I don't know how to pour whiskey. Apparently, you didn't really know how to do anything last time. <laughs> no. Yeah, last week you poured a that, lot. That was a little bit, a little bit rough. So we're, uh, yeah, gonna test this out. It smells like whiskey. <clears throat> it does. Who'd it smells like I'm going to need <laughs> my beer to chase this. Tastes like whiskey, whiskey. too. Definitely, definitely tastes like... Tastes <laughs> 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 like... Can, I, can <laughs> I ask how much this bottle of whiskey was? Um, I believe at Fairway it was 34 I, I say, Ooh. I know it's it's a more expensive one. I mean, it was 30, it's somewhere not, in the 30, 35. It, it's not like Yukon Jack or. From you know. Sam's reaction, I was going to think like $14. Wow. Yeah, six bucks. <laughs> you guys realize yeah. when it's it was my. On, I tell you what, Fairway does a pretty good job of putting like the high end whiskeys actually on Lay the down. top shelf and like your Juarez or your five o'clock vodka is always on the bottom shelf. So right. you, their quality per shelf that it's on is usually pretty accurate. And I think this was on the second shelf from the top. It's not real smooth. <laughs> There's a strong chance I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> it's not near I, as it's, it's so not I near as smooth as Toads last week. Well, and I was looking at a bunch of different bottles. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sissy. <laughs> well, that is that is just like it's I, it's it's better than Jack Daniels, but whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! You bite your tongue. Well, I got in a fight with apparently Jack. I got in a fight with apparently a bottle of Jack. Apparently the Shire boys are pretty big Jack <laughs> yeah. Daniels fans. Yeah, they are. They're mm-hmm. weird. It doesn't smell that good. You know, it's not <laughs> as, as far as whiskey. If you're not in if you're not into straight drinking straight yeah. whiskeys, you're probably not going to like a lot of this stuff. So, Right. As far as whiskey goes, this is not a bad Boy, one by yep, any means. Not going to finish it up. Sorry, boys. Hey. Take it easy on the on the feed bunk, man. You mean the feedback? I don't know. It's shut up. It's not, it's not very smooth. I it's mean, not it's, bad. Like, it's like a regular bourbon. It's like yeah. Jim Beam. Did, it tastes did, pretty similar to Jim Beam, honestly. Right. Did mine get any thumbs down last week? Are we doing that? Like a thumbs up, thumbs down? Oh well, as far as last week's, we'll give it definitely the give approval it a rating was up yeah. there. Yeah. Um, of course, it, it was wins also, over this. It was also three bottles of that in cost. Right. <laughs> So, are you guys kind of unanimously giving this a thumbs down? Or? I don't want to say a thumbs I don't down. I don't want to say a thumbs down either. Because um, I'm not a I'm big kinda, on I think straight it's whiskey. I'm kinda, I mean, it's the strong. Good. So. It's just, so, yeah, it's I'm a, I'm a I'm a neutral it's on this It's got a snort to it. This might be something you just pour with a dash of water. In. I mean, what was, what was I would, that? I don't like whiskey fruit. and Coke, Um, but I would mix this with Coke and be able to drink it. But I can't do that with Jack because yeah. I got in a fight with Jack Daniels when I was about 18 years old and he won. What was yours for proof? 
I don't know. Do I'll have know? to look when I get home. Probably this... seven. I would suspect seventy. Yeah, this is ninety. So hey, you know that I... might be. That I mean, might... that's why you get that little bit of burn. Yeah, that's I, better uh... burn. That's it. Yeah, I... it's it's not it's not a straight drinking whiskey. Probably you know just right. sipping whiskey. I, I volunteer already, to, even though I won and I bought it last week. Next time around, I will bring the whiskey of the week, and uh, we will judge it. It's a local brew. Oh Lord, I know where this is gonna go. I've had that before. That ain't no a little good. white lightning. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say when it's my turn, you guys know it's gonna be like a thirteen dollar bottle. You know, but yeah. I think the stuff he's gonna bring is probably gonna be worse. On the plus side, you know that I don't really drink whiskey proof. unless it's here. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you that bottle is. They say they age it. You know, it'll be aged really well when the next person who moves into my house after I die <laughs> sees this bottle in there and is like, "Oh, nice, a bottle, it's a bottle of bourbon." Yeah. Yeah. Seven but, uh, years old. <laughs> I think everybody across the board just kind of like, Whew. it's not bad, but it's not a... Uh... If it wasn't for that burn. Maybe we're just pussies <clears> and we... And the we most definitely are. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. The flavor's good. The flavor's... Not yeah, definitely good, good flavor. Know, it's good flavor. It's just there's... It's, it's very bourbon-y flavor. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the proof, it makes it burn like serious hooch. You know what I mean? Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. But the flavor is good. Yeah, it's pretty decent stuff. I'll, overall, I'll give it a thumbs up. Um, I'm going to give it a, a chaotic neutral. Right if you're going to drink it straight, I would not recommend it. We'll just say that. Right, yeah. If you want... Maybe it'd be a little bit better on the on the rocks. Yeah, just if a it touch. was chilled. Probably would be. It probably would be better chilled. But... There's a bottle of Jägermeister right there. We could open that and see. Oh, I would <laughs> chug that. I Hard pass. Better. I actually I don't do Jägermeister. I love Jägermeister. Well, really. I've been looking to, to get rid of that bottle. I bought it That should have uh, been in the freezer, though. I bought it for uh, true. well for shower because I did a Jägermeister gun a little while ago and I needed some inspiration. Yeah. Um, so you got hammered. No, it's Jäger and it's not, not even open. It's not even open. I don't. I, I friggin' hate Jäger. Right, I'm so, not so. A fan. I'll do a Jäger bomb, but that's about it. Straight Jäger. No, oh, not, I like Jäger. I will drink but it, it does Jäger have to be Jäger does have to be chilled. Yeah, because it's supposed to be served at like thirty-four degrees or something. You know, like you see those at the bar. When you go to the bar, you'll see those big coolers, and they have two or three bottles of Jaeger stacked on them, all lit up with neons and right. all that stuff. Well, they make those because Jaeger's supposed to be served cold. So then, like, at the house, I always, if I have a bottle of Jaeger, it just goes in the freezer. Because mm -hmm. it's supposed to be, you know, 34, I don't remember exactly what temperature it is, but it's supposed to be cold supposed to be thrown out well <laughs> johnson why don't you throw it in the freezer and by the end of it then we can get toad was saying how much he loves jaeger earlier today so he can have he can I have do a little like some jaeger little pull offer i also do have to be in elk point oh, south my. dakota you should you should see my freezer and uh and pearson at the, it's at the shop so i think bad. i have a picture of it it's this just is completely the, full you open you up the well first off like playing cards in it first off if you're lucky if you're lucky this freezer is one of the coolest refrigerators i've ever seen in my life because it's, it's, it's from like the 50s and you open it up in the middle of it it's not shelves it's a well it's shelves but it's a turnstile each 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 shelf goes and, and turns spins on and its own, and it there's is a pole going down through the middle. It is the coldest fridge, like, and it still works great. But you open up the well. Actually, last time I tried to open the freezer door, it was frozen shut. Yeah, I should. It's it but hasn't ever been defrosted. The so. last time I opened it, it was like you can't even get like your hand in there. It was just. Wouldn't you be afraid ice. that if you defrosted it now, though, like unplugged it and let it defrost, that it would never work again? Ah uh, no, it's in pretty good shape. And why uh, is it still plugged in? By the way, well, you, <laughs> maybe it's just been it's like, sitting down there for the last like, seven years. Me, there's doing like Mountain Dew in there from there's, six years ago. So there's probably like a six-year-old Keystone Light in there because that's all Sam used right, to drink for be. beer. Yeah, but no box. We need to get going back on that Mustang down there again. So I figure once that's once we're back doing that, we'll uh, start using that sometime in the next four it, years. There seems to be a theme. Running yeah. theme here. Where what? we start something and don't finish it. Yeah. Especially Sam. What yeah, are you this about? is all I Sam's fault. This place. Oh, it's finished? You're done with and it? And it's beautiful. Except for okay, the floor. That's, that's, that's one thing. <laughs> You're 80% lower that you bought 10 <laughs> years ago. You're 80% Glock 19. Oh, that's done. It just needs some sights. Have so it's not it? done. So yeah. it's not done. I did shoot it. 
Yeah, but it doesn't have sight, so it's not done. What is this rag on Sam podcast? Come on now. <laughs> I don't know. I, you I'm were just you pointing know, out the the trend that I see. Happening. You know what? This kind of falls into that thing too. You know, where he he procrastinates on stuff to the point where it doesn't get done. He also shows up late to everything. <laughs> this is great pub- publicity for you, for Shyworks. Yeah, thanks, guys. You guys Sam, are awesome. Appreciate Sam it. Was an hour you know what? We I promise say, his company I, is not terrible. I will say that's probably why all of his own personal projects never get done because he's just so much of a hard worker he wants to get all of his other stuff done <laughs> you're, you're damn right i will say right. hey, is, and you got you made sure at the last minute when i needed that uh vinyl done yeah you're giving me shit about procrastination he he, he waited until friday night before the saturday Excuse wedding to do his me. to no. do his to do his no. freaking uh no let's, let's get the story straight i asked you a week beforehand and I called you on Thursday before the <laughs> wedding was on Friday. And you're like, oh, yeah, shit, I totally forgot about that. That was the, exactly how the conversation went. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about it. I'll do it right now. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that might be how it went, but you got to let me give you a little bit of crap, John. Well, hey. So, you can't um, bullshit a bullshitter, Sam. That's right. That's right. I guess uh, I'm drinking a little bit of a Black Rifle coffee in here um i've had it before but i ordered another bag um this week came in a few days ago so i've been drinking that and it's actually just a decaf i'm, I'm a sissy when it comes i can't do the caffeine anymore it freaking my heart flutters and stuff but i love coffee in the morning so i just i just drink that but um as far as black rifle coffee goes uh this is a company that has kind of been well kind of an inspiration um as far as their I've been watching them since they kind of came to be back in years ago. I think 14 was when they were established. And Evan Hafer is, is the owner of that. And he was, I would, I would listen to another podcast. So he was talking about how he established his company and everything. And this dude, by the way, is an ex uh, special forces soldier. He was in the CIA uh, contractor for, for years. He's done numerous deployments. I mean, this dude is just a total badass. Um, and when he established his company, the first year he was working, literally 20 hour days by himself and he'd go home for sleep for four hours and uh and then go back to work and it's just insane the the um how much it took for him to get this company going and where it is now it's going to be it's going to be the probably the biggest coffee company in, in, in america i mean within i don't know five years and it's the cool thing is it's obviously Black Rifle Coffee. It's a conservative company, you know, and that and that and in that in that uh, area, you know, you usually get a bunch of uh, snowflake window liquors and uh, you know, just it's just ridiculous how much, yeah. you know. So it's kind of cool to see a see a company succeeding so much in that industry. But as far as like the the way they market things, and I just love how they they just kind of. They did their own thing, you know, and they didn't follow the the rules that everybody else was doing, and I and I love that. And obviously, I'm not a ex uh, special forces, um, handsome as all hell, you know. <laughs> for not even remotely handsome. Actually. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> which is far from that as I can imagine. <laughs> so I can't exactly follow, you yeah, know. None of the rest of us really have any room to talk there. <laughs> <laughs> right, but uh. The way they market, the the funny videos and stuff, it's just it's just great. I love it, and it's yeah, they um, got a good team around them that you know I never, that does a very good job. Yeah, you know, absolutely. with the marketing and making videos and yeah, yeah, they do, and they do a lot of promotional stuff that you don't see on the internet too. They do a lot of charity work and mm-hmm. go out and do shoots with other people and get you know sell raffle tickets and stuff for you know events right. And, donate a lot of stuff to charity there they do a lot of yeah. other things and i think they shipped out like uh it was last year or the year before they shipped out like ten thousand pounds of free coffee to our troops overseas they just send them to random bases yeah um i, I think it was ten thousand pounds it might have been more but it was it was a ridiculous m- amount of free coffee um to our troops and stuff like because they're all veterans it's all it's all a veteran-owned company um so and it's kind of run i think the 
The majority of the majority of the employees. I, are, don't right. they have a mission to employ? I don't remember what it number 10, it is. 10,000 10, vets or something like that. Yeah, because Starbucks pissed them off, and I don't remember what they what Starbucks did um, several years ago. Yes. Um, they dissed our veterans or something like that. I, I don't I don't really recall. But then uh, they came out and says, oh, all right, well, screw you. We're going to hire 10,000 veterans. And they're they're well on their way. I don't know how many employees they got now, um, but they're, they're growing like crazy. And they got a they got a good base of fans. And um, it's, it's cool to see them cool to see them growing. Um, and that's kind of our next uh, topic kind of leads right into it is we're gonna, they're, the, the, this patriotic subculture that you kind of see um, coming out, you know, and it, it seems like nowadays um, when, you know, half of the country is offended by the flag, it's just just ridiculous. But then you get this kind of subculture of, um, you know, younger, younger uh, kids and, uh, you know, younger adults and stuff that are really you know, super patriotic, flying that flag in the back of their truck and shooting guns and, and all this. And, and you see all these groups popping up on Facebook and stuff. Um, and it's just kind of neat to, to see that, um, you know, not really coming back because it's always been there. Um, but just I love seeing that, man. It is, it's there's the biggest, some of the best dudes ever. The biggest thing that irritates me is... Being on that side, we see it for what it is. You know, we see that people are patriotic. They love their country. They're proud to fly the flag. They're mm-hmm. proud of their second amendment, of the Second Amendment rights that they have. You know, they exercise them. But I think at least 50% of the country just sees that person as the biggest hillbilly. You know, Redneck, oh, you're a racist. Yeah. You're a hillbilly, you know. Right. And it's like... And it's it's so not it's even nonsense, close to not know, even like and oh, some of these guys that that you guys I, should see what people in like England and Scotland think of people like us. Oh yeah, I had a conversation with a lady, <clears throat> and uh, we were waiting at a train station, and or we we're waiting for a train station. We were waiting for the Harry Potter train <laughs> to go across the viaduct so my little sister could see it. God bless her. She yeah. Little train. sister. She's no, five I, foot two. You was talking about you, Tom. Little sister is you wanting to see Harry Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> it was your little <laughs> sister. I was going to confuse her for a second. Uh, I, was like, <laughs> I was like, she's five two. You. <laughs> what the hell, man? We're going to have fists thrown here. But... <laughs> No, we were in Scotland at this place called it's a it was a village um uh Glenfinnan was the name of it. Uh it's on the shore of Loch Shiel and uh it's really cool, really awesome place. I was in a great mood and this was in 2016 and it was this lady um who when she found out I was American, she started talking to me about the political climate in our country and she was just bashing everything Donald Trump. And at that point, I was kind of like, boy, our choices really suck this year for president. What year is this? Like six, 2016. Okay. And uh, she was like, it's got to be Hillary Clinton. And I was like, no, I don't I don't think so, you know. And, and then she started talking about our, um, you know, guns and gun violence in America. And <clears throat> I hang out with this guy, Sam, far too much. And... Uh, he talks about that a lot, and I kind of went off on her a little bit. And yeah, they just they have no understanding of it over there, and they think anything to do with a firearm basically is horrible. I have a friend that lives in England. Uh, he runs a, a hunting group, and they 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 are so restricted on hunting right now that um, you can't even get a license to hunt pigeons. So really, they, they just fixed that you can now. Um, but uh, yeah, he runs it. Uh, I forget the name of his hunting page, but uh, yeah, and you can't. The, the weird thing in England, you have if you hunt with any type of rifle, you're right. You have to jump through so many hoops to get it, but your rifle actually has to have a suppressor in England because they have a noise ordinance. Noise pollution if the guns mm-hmm. do loud. Yeah, exactly. And and well, here I, you have to jump through eight million hoops and pay a ton of money to get one of those. And wait a year. And wait a year. And there you have to have one. What I think right. is so funny over there is if you, like, follow any of their, like, the Twitter, Instagram of 
certain police all the police stations. stations. It's so funny. Oh, are talking about find, knives and yeah. They will find a butter the sword, knife, like a legitimate butter knife that somebody was taken to work with them with their lunch and dropped out of their car, <laughs> and they will be like, "Got this dangerous weapon off the streets. A great day for Sussex police." It's like a screwdriver. They had a screwdriver the one day and said it was a dangerous weapon. I was like, "No, that's what you use to put light." You know, switch Light covers switch on. Covers on. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, that's kind of you know that's why we shot him in the face in 1776. I guess <laughs> yeah. you know, just got tired of that. That know. was one of those memes I saw. It was the last time the British told us to turn in our guns, we shot them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the this yeah. American subculture that we got going on, you know, and that's it. Seems like when you talk to uh, you know somebody on the other side, um, oh, you. You know, you you tell them you're patriotic, and and immediately they think that that means you're a racist. Where these people that I've met in this culture, they're some of the nicest, coolest. Will do anything for anybody. Least um, bigoted people that I've ever met in my entire life. It's amazing. You know, some of the some of the people that you, that you meet um, in this uh, in this line of work and things. And it's just that's one of my favorite parts is just meeting people and some of the some of the guys that come into my shop. Hell, I had a guy in here from, uh, I think it was last year. He was a, a submariner back during the, the Cold War. Um, and he was talking about, he was under, he didn't see sunlight for weeks, you know, at a time. Um, but it's just some of the stories that he that he had, man. It's just, and I, that's my favorite part of, of this job is just meeting meeting people like that. And anywhere from those old guys like that, and I got a lot of those. Hell, one of my best customers is, is an older fellow up in the 60s or 70s. I think he's probably in his 70s by now. But um, just cool as hell, guys. All the way down to, you know, teenagers, you know, just getting their, their first AR and they want it all all done up. That's definitely, definitely my favorite part. So kind of neat to see those, to see those, uh, you know, the patriotic culture going all the way through the, from young to old. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like, I just... Love it when you see, like, driving by somebody's house and they'll have, you know, like a almost abnormally large American flag yep. flying. You know, they got like a 15-foot flagpole and they got a, like, 6 by 10 flag hanging on this thing. It's yeah. like a third of the flagpole. Yeah. Like, All right. You got yep. it right. You know. I got to pour some concrete here out in front of the, or out where the sidewalk. And I'm, when I, same time I do that, I'm putting a big ass flagpole up my, up my front yard. I got to put mine up in my, up in front of the house. I was going to put it up out by the road. The only issue out there is trying to get power run out there so I can have a light on it no. at least at night. But yeah, cause I, I know myself and I'm not very good at remembering to do stuff all the time. So remembering, you know. The flag is a little different than just your average what right. I need to do every day. Yeah. But yeah, taking the flag down every night. If it's raining or windy, you know, I'd try to get an all-weather flag and stuff. But right. Yeah, I need to get I need to get power run out there so I can put my flag. I kind of been I kind of been kicking out around the idea of uh, getting one for the back of my truck, just cause right. I freaking love seeing people cruising down, and it's not gonna be in there all the time, but. You know, cruise over the city, throw that sucker in there. I love seeing trucks cruising down the road with a big old American flag flying out the back. Yeah. You know, there's half, you know, a few liberals seeing that just have freaking heart attacks. <laughs> yeah, just get them all fired up. <laughs> Which is insane to me that anybody in our country is offended by it. Is like, would see the American flag. Anybody in our country would see the nation's flag. Right. And be like, oh. Yeah. Look at that. Person. Right. Uh, like, and that's asinine to me that people get upset. About... Right. It's like going to a freaking Cowboys game and getting pissed off because somebody's wearing cow, you know, Cowboys yeah. gear. Right. Like, sorry, box, you're gonna have to bleep this, but f you. Right. That just 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 pisses me off to yeah, no end, man. Oh my god, just drives like yeah. I, if you don't like it. Who cares? Go go to go to some place that flies a flag that you do that you do like. Right. Venezuela. Exactly. Chance, maybe. Do it. They're doing pretty good down there. They don't have toilet paper, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the whatever. Lines are about five miles long. Yeah, yeah. It's just, the, yeah. For that just boggles, boggles you my know, brain. And I hate I, tangent, stray moment. But I saw 
one of those political cartoons the other day. And it was about Venezuela and this socialism deal, and it was like Venezuela, and I don't remember, a couple of other countries, and it was like dead bodies laying next to this outlet. Mm-hmm. And then this it said United States, and it was this lady holding a big fork to the outlet and the outlet said socialism on it <laughs> oh, right it's <laughs> like there was somebody there like hey uh everybody's done this before it hasn't turned out well and she's like well they all did it wrong <laughs> you right know, it was the yeah. political cartoon it was pretty funny yeah oh, it's like yeah if you look at venezuela over the last 15 years yeah it's done great well right? I, the, it's the, it's that country is one of the most beautiful countries in the entire world and, and it is also one of the most oil-rich countries loaded. in the entire world. Loaded. It should be one of the richest countries in the entire world yep. if they would implement capitalism. Yep. But, nope, can't do that, you know. Was, yeah. Well, and I had to laugh. I saw that interview with Bernie Sanders where... Oh, my Lord. He They were talking about capitalism, and he... I don't remember. He got, up, got all upset, and they were like, well... You had a, he's like, they asked him why, you know, well, you want everyone to pay 40% or whatever number that he came up with for taxes. Mm -hmm. You think everyone, the top 1% should pay 40% in taxes. Well, why don't you pay that? Well, why don't you? That was his response. Right. Like the most childish crap. Oh, yeah. And then they ask him, you know, about capitalism. He's like. Well, you sold a book and made a bunch of money on that. Isn't that the definition of capitalism? He just stood up and walked away. Nope. Yep. Nope. Just and, he, and he had another away. he had another speech where he he literally said, uh, somebody asked him the same question. He's like, Well, you can do that too. Yeah, that's yeah, the glory exactly, of capitalism. Exactly. Buddy. You can. You can. <laughs> that is why we live in a capitalist society. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah I see I, 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 that just cracked me up. It's like he's so dumb he doesn't even know what the hell he's saying anymore. <laughs> and, and, senile son of a yeah. gun he just doesn't even know anymore. We're gonna get off politics. We are. And this but I got one more thing. I seen this uh there was a post the other day talking about I think it was Iceland. And it says Iceland has free health care and, and free college tuition for all. Why can't we be more like Iceland? Because so we I, don't want to pay sixty percent of our annual salary. So in taxes. I went and Googled it. <laughs> I went and Googled it. Their tax rate fifty five percent. Yeah. That means you make a dollar, the government takes 55 cents of it. Like, no, sorry. Yeah. Not going to freaking do it. Not going to happen. You can pay for your own damn college. Yeah. It's just, you know. So anyways, I I said we're going to get off politics. Yeah. We're going to get off politics. That's my fault. And uh, (laughs) so I've been been, uh, playing with Toad's little uh, little knife here. He's got a bench made. It's a hell of a nice knife. Um, but we're going to talk about our, our favorite EDC knives. So, Toad, Bans, I already just I just brought this one up. Is this is this your favorite knife or? It is. Yeah, I carried a uh, Columbia River knife and tool CRKT. I carried a M16 of theirs for years, and I I had one one time, and I dropped it down an ice fishing hole. And was like devastated. That was a terrible idea. Yeah, what well, was in my I had my <laughs> bibs unclipped, and it was in my bib pocket. And I stood up because I caught a walleye, and it was like. Bloop. No, <laughs> but I bought another one, had it for years, still have it. But the thing that I really got tired of was sharpening the blade all the time. I can't yeah. stand a dull knife like Twice this. A week. This one right here, um, it's SB30 stainless steel. I mean, it, it will hold a freaking edge. It's duller than hell right now because I was cutting mushrooms out of dirt with it yesterday and asparagus. Um, but I can sharpen this and not have to touch it for like a month. They just hold an edge like crazy. They are expensive, but the other reason I picked well, this as far one, as as far as knives go, that one wasn't too bad. What was it? One hundred and thirty. Yeah, that's not that. Um, not that hor- It's obviously to to a person that doesn't buy knives, you know, that yeah. seems ridiculous. I think that's pretty <clears throat> average for what that knife is. I mean, for well, something yeah, that we'd be looking for what we'd right. be looking for. Benchmade's right. a good company, and the reason I picked this one is it's it's their Grizzly Ridge series. It's a rugged outdoor knife, and um, it's basically made to skin deer and whatever and i actually did use it to clean and skin my deer this year um but yeah it's a great knife i love it so i've been carrying it for probably about eight months now so and uh toad is he's he's damn good at sharpening knives i'll give him that one thing about me i can't sharpen a knife to save my freaking life i i, I don't know what it is i'm just horrible at it it's 
So all of my knives are just dullard shit. And then, uh, hey Toad, why don't you come over? <laughs> I need, I need my knives. I need my knives sharpened. And the knives that I carry, I use them like screwdrivers and pry bars, and you know everything in between. It's just horrible. That's why Toad winces every time he sees me pull my knife out. Yeah, you carry a benchmade. I too, also don't you? carry a benchmade. I have a Griptilian, which is 154 cm steel, and it it was like I think 90 bucks, 90 to 100 dollars. Not bad. Which isn't terrible, but Toad winces every time I use it because it's. Last time he saw me, I was like prying something out <laughs> yeah. like a screwdriver, you know. And that's that's the thing to me is it's a tool. That's that's why I buy a ninety to a hundred dollar knife, not a twenty five dollar knife from Walmart or mm -hmm. a gas station or something, because you do that with a twenty five thirty dollar knife and it's destroyed. Right. You know, the whole tip's bent. You know, it's takes a chip off because they use crappy steel or whatever. And this knife. Yeah, I paid a hundred bucks for it or ninety bucks for it, and I beat the crap out of it. But it, you can still sharpen it, and it takes an edge and holds an edge, right. you know. So I think that's kind of one of the buy once, cry once. You know, buy something quality so you don't have to. Because you buy a twenty five dollar knife from Walmart, well, you do that five or six times, and you could have had one. Hell and of a you nice could have knife. had one nice knife, right? That you don't ever have to replace. You might have to sharpen it every once yeah. in a while, but. And yeah, I, I use this knife every day. Every day I use this knife for something. I uh, I'm not a benchmade guy. I am. Uh, well, I'm a I'm a Kershaw fanboy as well. So I'm a Glock fanboy, Kershaw fanboy. I freaking love Kershaw knives. I think they're excellent for the for the money. Um, this one here actually, the Kershaw Launch Three. I want to say it was. I don't really recall which which number it was. Um, but it's an auto knife, um, technically a switchblade. Auto switchblade is all the same thing. Um, but you br you press a button and it opens. I love these. I don't carry anything if it's not an assisted opening or an auto knife. I just I don't know why. Most I think most of the time because if I'm bored I can just play with it. It's well, and that's sell. what that's what I do with the access lock on the on the benchmade. Mm -hmm. It's like a so it won't come out. But you pull like your axis lock back instead of having like a frame lock or something. Mm -hmm. It's just a yeah. So See, it's like but a I fidget like, spinner for yeah. Me, I I know? just I just like that. That's yeah. all you got to do. Right. Or even with the assisted openings, just that little right. Uh, but anyway, this one was like out I don't know ninety to a hundred bucks as well. But a lot of the ones that I carry, uh, my work knife, my Kershaw knife. I think that one was around thirty bucks, and I beat the piss out of that thing. And it's it's duller than a two by four at this point. Yeah. Uh, Toad needs to really work it over. Um, but yeah, I've never had a problem with Kershaw. I think they're excellent quality. So if you're looking for I have a had, decent knife, definitely. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't think we've been recording video for quite some time. Now. You dumb bastard! <laughs> I'm a failure. I heard it fail. No, we got my computer. We got another. Uh, <clears throat> we got the that feed up there. That oh, good. We have a security though. camera feed for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think one thing to watch out for, as far as Kershaw knives go, don't go and buy the Walmart Kershaw knife. Yeah, they I know. Have, they have a, Kershaw has a line of knives that they sell through Walmart. Right. And I got one just to see what it was like. It was like a Kershaw from Walmart for twenty five bucks. Really? What what kind was it? Do you remember? I I can't remember honestly. I think there was there's a couple different ones, and they were each like twenty or twenty five bucks. And I grabbed one of each of them. Mm -hmm. So I was like, "There's no way these can be a good Kershaw actual Kershaw knife," you know? Like, and I got them, and it was like, you know. My knives, like, I'll scrape gaskets, you know, putting a carburetor together or something or an engine. You know, I'll be scraping gaskets with them a little bit. Right. And it was, like, scraping gaskets off an aluminum cylinder head, and it's, like, takes the edge off of your knife. It's like, oh, my, this is not <laughs> good, you know. And it just, they were just the cheapest Chinesium pieces of garbage. Yeah, yeah. So that's one thing is you need to make sure you're, if you're looking for a good everyday carry knife, you need to make sure that you're doing some research and buying something quality. Right. You know, don't right. get, it's, oh, it's a Kershaw. It's got a good name. 
well, if it's 14 bucks on sale or something, you know, it's probably not that good because the cost of the steel for the blade should be more than $14 for the manufacturer. You right. Know what I mean, it should, they shouldn't be able to make the knife for 14 bucks if it's going to be that high, a good quality. Knife. I think the phrase, you get what you pay for, is especially true when it comes to knives. Very much so. Yeah. Very yeah. Whether so. it's the craftsmanship that's put into mm-hmm. them or the quality of the steel. What's yeah. your uh, knife there, Box? I carry just a cheap little sog that was gifted to me. It's a nice little knife, though. It's, it holds, really knife, really holds an edge. Nice. I got the same one. And just a little guy. Oh, you know what? I Assisted have the same opening. one, too. Yeah, yeah, it holds an edge. It's a nice little nice little. I don't knife. really use or a whole nice lot of knife. I got a nice CRKT at work. It's junk. I've been... Uh, I want to get a nice fixed blade for some reason. I'm really stuck on I got getting a, a fixed blade. Just I, a small one to carry on my belt. Probably not all the time because uh, it would be rather large. I got a few. Um, but my one in my, uh, in my, my bag, my go bag is uh um a gerber they make some nice nice knives i dig this one i can't remember the what one it is but it's a it was about 60 bucks or something but it's a hell of a cool nice little knife i've got a gerber fix too and and mine's really neat um it's it's big it's like you know it's a bigger knife it's not quite bowie knife size but it's uh it's like an outdoor survival fixed blade so you actually on the sheath on the bottom of it, you pull it, this little deal, you pull it out, and it's a it's a fire starter flint, magnesium deal. Mm-hmm. And there's a notch on the top back side of the blade that's flat and cut out where you can spark it. And I've actually used it to start a couple of fires in the fire pit. It's kind of neat. I've got a larger saw that but has then, a uh, sheep. The bottom of that? it, the pommel on the handle, is waffle pattern. It's for pounding intent stakes. Just make sure you don't stab yourself in the face. <laughs> um, and then the sheath, the back side of the sheath, there's like a... It's a sharpener there's a flat stone back there that you sharpen yeah my i have a larger sog like it's a 4.95 inches or something like that it's got a sheath it comes with it's got like a seat belt cutter in it and the back of the handle of the knife it's got for breaking out windows Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and it's also got the sharpener in it pretty sweet there's i i love this knife to death but i still wish i had a 940 osborne Benchmade. Aluminum handled 940 Osborne. The shape of that blade. Pull one of them up on there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of worried to like pull up what I got going on with the <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, I would have hit close. <laughs> no, we can't do that, boys. It won't let us pull it. Uh, no, I think it's still recording. Yeah, you tried doing something stupid. Yeah. yeah this is good. Why do you have eight million tabs open? What's wrong with you? And he uses Bing. Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot! I, I hate Google. Google. What an idiot! I despise Google. <laughs> All right. What do you want? Uh, Benchmade 940 Osborne. Right yeah. there. Yeah. This is incredible audio right now, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Great sure. listening. Riveting, riveting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this or they have like a crooked river that's like half wood handle, half stainless. I'm not sure I can bring myself to drop but, over three hundred dollars. Well, they're night, not though. that much. This Duluth, this is from Duluth Trading Company. Let's ah, be that honest, explain. they mark everything that at explains 140%. But the nine forty Osborne, it's like the I love the blade shape. The I love that knife. Same axis lock. That is well, it looks super like a pretty, nice knife. Pretty pretty decent knife. But uh, yeah. so what do like, they go for like normally resale? Two hundred. Uh, right around two hundred. That's not not that bad. But uh, boy, I don't know. I gotta really love a freaking knife before I'm gonna. Yeah, spend. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, what happened to get one of those magnum kind of folders? I they sold out. They only in, sold like two hundred of them at sold, first, didn't they? No, I was like, I want to say it was four or five hundred. Well, well, they I still that was, sold out in like stupid. And they no came time out with flat. a second one, and it did the same thing. Oh, I didn't know they had a second one already. Yeah. I thought they only did two. They did two different sales. I thought two yeah. different yeah. of the same knife. Yeah. Oh, I, I, didn't, I, didn't I thought they did like two fifty, and then re- released it again later. I didn't yeah, realize they, they did. I that. think they might have run two runs of two hundred and fifty oh, knives or something. I don't know. I. I guess I haven't really looked to see reviews or anything on 
on him. To that, see. I I have no idea. I didn't what, uh, I didn't see I didn't follow up to see if everybody loved it or hated it or or what it was. Um, Your wife's tagging us on Facebook. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, moving right along, we're gonna get on to our our Freedom Fest. So I'm going up, and on uh, Tuesday, I'm gonna meet with a fella who uh, might have a few machine guns that we're gonna be shooting. Uh, June first, hopefully, will be, and I'll I'll be I'll be updating everything in the in the group, um, in the the Life Short Live Free Facebook group. So if you're in that. Um, I'll be updating. If you're not in that, go check it out and join up. It's a pretty fun group. You should include that. This is exclusive to that group. This is, is it not? yes. This Freedom Fest is absolutely exclusive to to that group. So what we're gonna do on June first, we got a range rented uh, for an afternoon. We're gonna go out, um, shoot some guns. You can bring your own guns. Um, we're gonna it's have. It's gonna be limited access as well, correct? Yes, there's gonna be the Shireworks Life Short Live Free crew. Um, Northwest Iowa Firearms Crew, probably the Bushlight um, gun guy that I did that from Cherokee, his crew, that yeah. same one that was with us last time. And then we're going to open up to several dozen of uh, the Life Short Live Free uh, group members. So if, if you're in that group and you want to be included, you're going to have to get on it right when we announce it, which will be coming Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, I'll be announcing everything. And um, it's just going to be a damn good time. We're going to go out, sh shoot some guns, have some fun, shoot a few machine guns. Um, and then we're going to have an after party down at the local at the local watering hole here, Dooskies. It's a pretty good time. They got delicious food. Always have some fun down there. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be fun. I'm going to go up Tuesday and pick out the, uh, the machine guns um, that we want to shoot. I think if everything goes well, we're going to probably have five, four, five, six. But I just kind of want... I don't know what exactly he's got. He said he's got hundreds of them. So I would like to have an AK M16, you know, some of the typical ones, you know, maybe a, a, a Tommy gun, something like that. Um, but we'll see. I don't know what he's got. So uh, the UMP that we shot, that was pretty fun. I would like that, an MP5. I want that I, on the list. Yeah, mm -hmm. an MP5. If we That's could. my an dream MP5 gun right there. Cool, yeah. I will see we, what I can do. I don't know what he's got. If you if you can't do that, I quit. I'm not coming. <laughs> Screw you. Yeah, that that HK that UMP. That was a forty, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a forty. No, it was a forty. It was a forty. Yeah. But that was I'm an idiot. That was a good. They make you. They make them in different calories. Right. Hey, you guys, you guys want a Chris Vector at Freedom Fest? Well, yeah. <laughs> can you make it full auto? <laughs> we're not gonna talk about we'll that we'll talk about that later <laughs> at a different time that UMP was fun to shoot though. That, that was that was and I know that Uzi was a piece of shit and it you know probably is gonna shoot somebody at some point on its own I'd they be say, surprised they if say, it hasn't already they say guns don't kill people that one this, this, gun, this gun kills people <laughs> it's just we, we actually have this on video and this was at uh, Johnson's bachelor party yeah uh, we went up and shot these, and we have this on video. I was shooting. It jammed, stopped. I pulled my finger off the trigger, and you can clearly see my finger off the trigger up on the, the main body of the gun, and I tilt it to look in the bar or to look in the chamber, and it goes off all, all on its own. Um, because this is an open bolt design. Fires from an open bolt. It's so just an awful design is what it is. Yeah, it's not the they, best. When they run, you MP5 know. MP5 is the same way, though, isn't it? Doesn't MP5 fire from an open bolt? No. I don't believe so. I don't, I don't think so. They use a, well, they I know use the roller, older... They use the, a roller blowback system, I think. Yeah. I think so. that all the older full autos fired from an open bolt. A lot like of them. Like all the old like World War II era stuff. A lot of them, just because it's an easy design. You yeah. Know, and it's, but um, yeah, it did the same thing to me. I had that... So this happened twice, and we're like... You know, the first time we're like, oh, okay, we're going to be careful with it. The second time it happens, we're like, no, we're done. Get this. Yeah. We, we, we can't, you know. Luckily, the most be the people we were with were well-versed in, in firearms, you know. They were smart enough to keep it pointed downrange, you know, not pointed at their freaking foot or turn around and say, hey, this damn thing stopped working. And, you know, right. and that day turns into a real shitty situation real fast. Kind of yeah. ruins everybody's fun. But Yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was interesting. So, so we're not gonna have those. we are not <laughs> we are not gonna have one of those there. I don't I don't need that crap yeah. going on. So 
Uh, speaking of uh, shitty design products, <laughs> oh, here we're going to move on to this this holster situation. And if you're in the Life Short Live Free group, you know what I'm talking about because I just posted this. So it's a holster design. Anybody else? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, you might as well throw me over one. I'm sure I'll need one before the end here. You sure you don't want some more whiskey for your uh, coffee? I'm pretty sure. I'm good. So this, this holster design is... It's meant to... As far as I can tell, it's meant to be carried... Um, without one in the chamber. Um, and how it works is you kind of slide it in there and it, and it, it hinges almost. It swivels, swivels, hinges, whatever. So when it's close to your body, um, that's how you normally carry it. And then when you want to, when you want to, uh, unholster it, you swing it out and push it down to chamber around and it racks a slide and then you pull it up and it comes out. Now, so it's locked when it's swiveled against your body, I supposedly. think, is, is the Supposedly, but idea the trigger here. guard is not covered. The trigger is, is open. Well, it doesn't need to be. You're not carrying it around chambered. Well, clear, you can't carry it around chambered because you're, I'm sorry, but you're a freaking idiot if you do and, you're, and, you're, and your trigger is left right there. And I think there's like a block in front of the trigger that suppo it looks like from that video keeps, but that doesn't do jack shit. You know, you get something you could get in a, in a tussle. You know, somebody would come up next to you and grab you or something, and that trigger, if it was loaded, or you know, bend over next to something, right? So, <laughs> so it's clearly made like to be. Chair. It's <laughs> clearly made to to carry without around in the chamber. Now, open carry without around in the chamber at that, right? Yeah, which is even only stupid. Outside. Yeah. Now we'll talk about here a second uh, carrying without around in the chamber. Now, many people when and I'll put for the people watching like on YouTube and stuff, I'll put that video. Up there, so they can see what, see what exactly how, we're see, talking about. See the utter stupidity. It is. The, I don't know who designed this, but they're like, hey, let's design the stupidest freaking holster <laughs> we possibly can. It's not even the stupidest. You'd be amazed. At I'm the sure. I'm sure. But this is pretty damn stupid. So we're talking about carrying without around in the chamber. Now, there's nothing wrong when you first start carrying, and I did as well. The first couple times I carried, it's just weird. To, to to holster and to to chamber around and carry it, you know. So I did, I did. There's nothing wrong with that the first time or two until you get comfortable, you know, with with actually carrying a firearm. I don't see anything wrong with that the first couple times. But I think, but, I think that should be done at your own time before you do it yes. in public. I don't think if you're not comfortable with one in the chamber, I don't think you should be carrying. I agree. Because that means you. You I obviously mean, don't I have mean, enough yes. experience with that firearm to not be comfortable with it. Right. Let alone. And, and yes, I understand that, you know, it's okay to carry without one in the chamber. I mean, you're still better off carrying a firearm. Even well, if you don't have why don't one you just carry chamber. a friggin' hammer? Right. That's kind of my thing is, you know, if you're not going to carry one, carry with one in the chamber. Yeah, you can rack one in and that. It Sometimes is, it is what it is, but yeah, you might not always Sometimes. have that. Opportunity. You see that? You see that? That's, uh, what, that's what I'm saying is, you know, yeah, the first couple of times, but I feel like you should be carrying it around your house or, you know, well, yeah, with your gun before you carry it in public. Right. But um, I mean, I you're right. You're right. But I don't see anything wrong with somebody, you know, the first time they carry out in public. OK, whatever. But. Uh, there was a video, or it wasn't even a video, a news article a few months ago. This dude, uh, he got mauled by a bear, and he he got his ass killed. He had a Glock, whatever it was, Glock 19 or something like that. Guess what? He didn't have one chambered, so it didn't well, do him a damn bit of good. Well, if I was in bear country, I'd have been carrying a Glock 29 or a Glock 40. Well, I'm, I don't <laughs> know what it was. Carrying 10 millimeter. I, I, I said the first Glock model came yeah. to my mind. Yeah. And that's not the first time that, that, that that's happened. No. Know? I see those articles all the time, especially so, lately. So if you're carrying, please get comfortable enough and train enough and be comfortable enough to, to carry with one in the chamber because you don't always have that time to, you're not always going to, you know, and you see that threat coming far enough in advance to get out cleanly out of your holster, rack the slide, and get one chambered. The, and there's, or, what's the or in this case... Pivot your holster chamber around. <laughs> and that's the next thing I was just going to talk about. You lose a certain amount of motor skills when you're all of a sudden you're in danger like this and there's so much adrenaline flowing through your body 
that I can't remember what the percentage of, of motor skills you lose is. It's like 50% or something. Yeah, it's fine, fine motor skills. skills. But, uh, yeah, and you, another thing is, what if you, you know, with that, you lose your fine motor skills, what if you are carry, using that holster and you go to rack it and, it doesn't, and you short stroke it? Right. You don't chamber one. So now you got it now, out. You think there's one chamber. You pull up. You shoot. There's not. It goes click. Then and that is one of the. I've heard. I've never had to use my my weapon in self defense. But I've heard that's one of the most terrifying sounds in the world is hearing that freaking click. Right. When you, you when you need it to to you know save your life. Um. So anyways, this is one of the dumbest freaking holsters on the planet. Do not buy it. But if you are gonna buy a holster. Make sure there's a quality. A quality Please holster. research your holsters. There's so much crap there's out so there. There's so much. Yeah. I think everybody don't there. pay twenty five dollars for a holster or fifteen dollars for Uncle Mike's. It's trash. I tell you, trust guys, me. Soft I, holsters, no go. Don't do it. I had a holster. I bought uh, one from a company. It was called Shyworks, and it was a massive piece of goodness. <laughs> it was That's awesome. Right. That's right. I loved it. So yeah, as we said in the beginning of the episode, Jesse I, is the one that makes our makes our holsters. So he is probably the most knowledgeable when it comes to this this uh, this topic. area. Yeah. I I saw one in one of my holster groups on Facebook a while back. Actually, we all had a good laugh at it. It was <laughs> the guy posted a video. I think he had he found some investors. I don't know. It must have been big big conglomerate or something to invest in his awful awful product. And he filmed his product video in his living room, and he just looked stoned out of his mind. And he had all sorts of empty uh, booze bottles up on, on his cabinets and stuff. And his his product was, it was just a magnet about five, six inches long <coughs> that clipped on to, it must have been, you, know, you can clip it onto your belt or your pants, whatever, even if you're not wearing a belt. <laughs> It didn't. That's all it was. Just a magnet that clipped onto your butt. So he called it. it. <laughs> he called it magnet carry. It didn't have a trigger guard. It had nothing. It was just a padded magnet to stick in your pants. <laughs> that's it. Magnet. So you, so you just stuck this in <laughs> your pants, and you just name, like though. you just like slapped it onto onto the magnet and and let it rock. Yes, that's so. Yes. So you could go for a good jog. So I take that back. I, I called the previous holster you were talking about the stupidest <laughs> thing on the planet, but I'm pretty sure that one <laughs> takes the cake for that. I I want to I want you guys to watch that video of his product. It's just yeah, the worst. We'll have to we'll have to check it out. Oh man, I don't that know. Definitely... I went to his website to try and find like that's all it was too. It was his two videos of him in his living room and about us, but he didn't like sell his product anywhere. I didn't know, don't know how much it costs. Or anything. He has it comes in a nice, real nice packaging, actually, though. You'd find it in a big box store. No, Sounds just, quality. Don't do it. Don't do that crap, guys. Yeah, so, yeah the don't. moral of the story is research your holsters. Make sure you're buying a good one. This is another another area of the buy once, cry once uh, deal. Yeah, so. A holster is meant for more than just setting your weapon in when you're carrying it. It doesn't. If it just sits there and you think that's fine, that's, no, it's meant to secure your weapon and keep it safe. And make it accessible and easy for you to get when when the time comes that you, God forbid, need it. Yep. It needs to be comfortable. It needs to be accessible. It needs to protect that trigger guard. Uh, and safe. like that video we were talking about a little bit a little bit ago, he was appendix carrying, and he put this he, he rack a slide as he should and put this gun in in his appendix carry, and he walked about six steps and he bent over. And it, it looks like he shit his pants. He's just, oh, oh, God. You know, uh, <laughs> you could tell something serious was going on there because it was just a security camera feed or whatever. Oh, there's audio to it. Was there? Yeah, I've seen the audio. Did he start audio. screaming bloody murder? Oh, <laughs> Do you have to ask? <laughs> of course he did. Well, I, I heard that shot it shot him. In, actually, I heard it shot him in the thigh. And I, I just... I don't remember where the thread that we were talking about this and said it shot him in the thigh, which I hope for his sake, he didn't ruin his entire life because let's be honest, he shoots your junk off. I <laughs> wonder, I wonder why, why are you going to keep on living at this point? You know, just <laughs> end it now. <laughs> I wonder if he still carries with, with a uh, round in the chamber. I but he's a little bit iffy about it. Yeah. Yeah. That or uh, he carries Was it the Indiana man accidentally shoots self and penis story. There's, there's gonna find there's there's stories on this was just a recent one within the last few weeks that um, I saw. That really reminds me of the guy who's 
filming himself doing speed shooting with a revolver. Mm-hmm. Who shoots himself in the leg because he pulls a trigger as he's yeah. pulling his revolver out of his holster. I just and shot myself <laughs> and just like limps over to the camera oh man. Uh, he's a, he's a big personality on youtube i think isn't yeah. he yeah yeah because he just <laughs> shot himself oh man <laughs> that's though those are a few words that you never you hope you never have oh. to say i just shot myself yeah um so anyways fellas we're up to uh an hour six got one more topic on here johnson you want to cover this or should we save it for next time save it for next i time. think we can save it for next I week i think so um yeah like i said we're 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 over an hour in this podcast so uh this has definitely been an interesting one and i think uh we have some pretty serious technical difficulties going on <laughs> <laughs> this one could it's be a not so much <laughs> technical it is as it is stupidity. just stupidity and not paying attention yeah so you're, uh, you're the stupid not paying attention guy aren't you yeah 100 percent. but uh if you want to check out our range day videos go and check out uh ballistic imagery on youtube he's got he's gonna post that video there on wednesday i believe uh um, what he means by which means yesterday <laughs> which so. i may steal a little bit of it for uh some filler material, filler material <laughs> it could room. be anywhere from 30 seconds to 10 minutes <laughs> and, yeah. and and you know you you should watch the rain jay video because it's just me spanking all three of these guys yeah um yeah got definitely check once. out check out his channel on youtube mm-hmm. ballistic imagery he yep. does all of our rain jay videos on there and he does a really good job so he, uh, i everyone seems to get better Every every range day video seems to get better. I'm not gonna lie, I still have no idea what I'm doing, so there's a whole lot for me to learn. So they're just gonna keep getting better. As and as far as uh, and uh, that's the same way with uh, with this here, you know. And we kind of embarked on this whole journey, not having a clue what the hell we're doing. As far as YouTube and even and even uh, you know we've been shooting for years, but as far as competitive shooting goes, you know, we're all pretty clueless when it comes to that. So we're getting better and learning, and if if you're in the same ballpark, you know, trying to learn, you know, follow along, like, and subscribe to our channel, and uh, we'll we'll be putting more stuff out. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that's that's about it. I should cover it. Um, but we will be back in two weeks. We do these videos every two weeks, so make sure and subscribe and and check us out. And um, hopefully, our next range day is a little bit less rainy and cold. Yeah, no kidding. Nice out. So, uh, yeah. All right, until we see you next time, guys, remember, life's short. Live free. God bless. You really shouldn't have to work on your own. No, I do. I, yeah, I work.